Help defend the church by becoming a supporter of Family Life International. Your contributions enable us to continue our work to promote the faith, defend the family and promote the sanctity of life. Make a real difference today. Go to www.familyandlife.org.uk slash donate. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, You've learned how it was said you must love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say this to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. In this way you will be sons of your Father in heaven. For he causes the sun to rise on bad men as well as good, and his rain to fall on honest and dishonest men alike. For if you love those who love you, what right have you to claim any credit? Even the tax collectors do as much, do they not? And if you save your greetings for your brothers, are you doing anything exceptional? Even the pagans do as much, do they not? You must therefore be perfect, just as your Heavenly Father is perfect. The Gospel of the Lord. chapter of Genesis, uh, the creation, we hear how the Lord God created all things, time and space and light and darkness and the globes of heaven, the earth, how he created the creatures. And we're told that at each um, point, each day of the creation, God looked at it and saw it was good. And in a certain sense, it's a proclamation of who God is, because all of his works are good. Now, if all of God's works are good, it means that he himself is good. And the essence of goodness, the source of goodness, is love. And so consequently, God created all things out of love. When our Lord tells us that we are to be perfect as our Heavenly Father is perfect, essentially, he is saying that we ought to love in the same way that God loves. And so beginning with what was said, not what is taught, or rather what God taught, Jesus said to his disciples, you've learned how it was said. You must love your neighbor and hate your enemy. Well, this is what was said. It certainly was not what was taught by God. In the Old Testament, we, uh, God does indeed command us to love our neighbor as ourself. But nowhere does he command us to hate our enemy. On the contrary, 
saying that one had to hate that one ought to hate one's enemy comes from the scribal interpretation if one goes to one extreme then the other also is included in fact the 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 teaching the saying that you should hate your enemy comes from the command god gave to joshua to exterminate the canaanites and it wasn't done out of love out of hate or a vengeance rather it was commanded as a punishment because god does use our enemies to punish us there's no doubt about this but in any case we should love our enemies after all we made them did we not so then the lord tells us this is what was said and this is what the human inclination is that we should have animosity towards those who injure us but this is not what the christian ought to do on the contrary our lord says i but i say this to you love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you in this way you will be sons of your father in heaven commanded us in heart, in word, and in deed to love our enemies. In heart, inasmuch as we do not wish them ill. In words, inasmuch as we pray for them. And in deeds, as we do not seek revenge. And the reward is that we become children of God, children of our Father in heaven. How so? Because God does not regard the ingratitude of human beings as something that affects his honor or his person. Despite the fact that we are ungrateful, on the contrary, we even blaspheme him, nonetheless, the sun rises on good as well as bad, and the rain falls on the honest and dishonest alike. The sinner and the saint both receive the blessing, the temporal blessings of this world from God, regardless. And even more, we're told that the wicked are preserved from destruction because of the presence of the good. And the immediate example we can think of is that of Sodom. God had determined to destroy the city, but would not do anything as long as Lot remained. Equally with the flood, God would not move until Noah had completed the ark. So as long as there are good among us, then the, the, the city is safe, the world is safe. But what happens when we start to kill the innocent? those in the womb or the elderly and the sick when we destroy the um, those who are in, in some way mentally challenged aren't we killing the innocent and so in effect chasing lot out of sodom no god will for the sake of the good our lord himself tells us this for the sake of the good 
he will restrain his hand. So then, God's honor is not impinged in any way by our failure to give him honor, respect, love, worship. We're the ones, in fact, who are injured. Our sins injure ourselves. They do not in any way affect God. And equally, when our enemies treat us badly, when they calumniate us, when they insult us, when they abuse us, rob us, when they take advantage of us, they're not doing us any injury, any spiritual injury, but they are in fact injuring themselves. Because when we leave these injuries to God's justice, we ourselves have escaped. But they themselves will pay for what they have done. Unless, of course, like our Lord, we say, Father, forgive. They do not know what they're doing. Which are the very words that St. Stephen used, even as he was being stoned. So then, because of our love for our enemies, we would even beg for them to be forgiven. And in this way, we are like God, doing good, regardless of what we receive in return, good or evil. And so, the Lord tells us, even if we can't accept these high thoughts, at least consider it from a human perspective. Tax collectors were much despised. They were regarded as traitors, as evildoers, extortionists, and so on. But he says, if you love those who love you, have you done anything extraordinary? Do you have any claim to credit? Tax collectors do exactly that. Even the most wicked of persons show gratitude, or show appreciation at least, for those who love them. And if you greet only those who are related to you, is that exceptional? Pagans do as much. So we are called to rise above human nature, do things that in fact will, will reflect God's goodness. Doing good because it is good and not because we receive a reward. God is good, and all that he has created is good. Let us ask that we might indeed be good, and in so way reflect the love of God for all his creatures. In the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. This MP3 recording has been made available by Family Life International. Help us to make many more available in order to promote our Catholic faith go to www.familyandlife.org.uk and donate today.